Amen, amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. Good morning from Las Vegas. We're going to go ahead and just start off with a scripture and a prayer like always. And the scripture we're coming from is Matthews 28 through 29. No, Matthews 11, verse 28 through 29. And it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. See, some people out there are stressing and, 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 and going through so much stuff and it's tired of being tired. Jesus could give you that rest. Jesus could be able to give you the love that you need when you feel unloved. So if you're feeling weary, if you're feeling tired, just give it to him and you could not be so stressed you could just be able to know that everything that he takes care of is taken care of the right way. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing us here safely, Lord. Thank you that you got us all here to the station, God, safe and ha- uh, safe and out of and out of ways of harm. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're you're doing, Lord, for the station and the and and the radio show. God bless everybody that's listening to us and the sound of our voice that they be blessed. That they'll have deliverance and that they can have a peace of mind, Lord. God, we just thank you for today. While everybody's going to their churches and ministries or just waking up, God, just be able to give them some strength, heal the, heal the sick, touch the ones that are confused so that they can have direction. Touch everyone that just needs some type of help in any way that form that they have it. God, just bless them, Lord. And just thank you for everything that you're doing in everyone's life. Because sometimes we just got to be thankful. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like usual, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, oh, wow. I was going to say my old one. Official mm-hmm. underscore Jaylon.Calhoun. Again, it is official underscore Jaylon.Calhoun. Um. But yeah, good morning. I had some announcements. And I remember them now. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> it's early, y'all. It, it's way early. Man, I'm just telling y'all <laughs> truth. Life is beautiful, God, on my nerves this morning. Okay? Because we just had to walk 50 miles like I'm in the south to just get to the studio. But I just that's my little rant and it's over. But 100 Ways Organization is going to be giving out all kind of things at UNLV at the UNLV Student Service Complex Building B Saturday, October 13th from 10 a.m. to 12:30. Go out, you get to be able to see special guest Lauren Pinson and you'll be able to see all the resources for all the juniors and seniors of high schools. So, if you're a junior and senior and you're listening to the show, or if you were, you have a junior or a senior, this is a way that UNLV and a hundred way organization is being able to draw you out to the college. Um, it's kind of like what it reminds me of the um, college expos mm-hmm. in um, in California, where they try to reach out to the juniors and seniors to get them ready right. for that next step. So definitely go support a hundred ways organization. They've been on the show. Yeah, they. You can go us. check. You could go check them out on Instagram, Facebook, a hundred way organization. Amen. Amen. Um, another thing is, 
Let's go Raiders. Just throw that out there. Another sponsor that we have. Y'all need y'all need to straighten it up though. I'm telling you. Amen. <laughs> They're doing it normal. They're doing it normal. They're not doing the normal. Hey, 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 hey. They're our sponsor now. Watch it out. Watch out. Right, right, right. Amen. We're praying for y'all. We're we, we praying for y'all. Other announcements, there'll be no more announcements from the pulpit. We go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, y'all. Good morning. This is Lady AJ. Um, feel free to drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And I just want to uh, thank my friend Tara Wright, Showtime, and uh, Jason Wright for putting on an event for the Hurricane Relief Fund Man. out Man. in uh, Spring Lake. Man. They had an event at the Spring Lake uh, Sleep Inn at a hotel that was last minute, and a lot of people came out and showed support. So I just want to take my hat off to them three for doing stuff in my old community. And I appreciate it. Thank you. And this is DJ Severe. I'd like to say hello to Veronica and Megan real quick. And uh, you can Hi, check Veronica. DJ Severe at Hi, the Megan. Kingdom Wear production page. Kingdom Wear production page. Amen. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and go into the mix, and we'll be going into our interview in a few minutes. So we'll be, uh, we're going to go into the mix, and then after that, we'll go into our interview. And y'all stay blessed, y'all. Let's Amen. go. Amen. Maybe I succeeded a little Alright I jumped up from the floor to the middle You think I want the credit I don't Cause the glory ain't made for me No I know who sits on the throne Who makes the stage and writes the songs And I know I couldn't do this all Blessings are, no, they come from the Father's heart, not the sky, not chance, but truth is, I'm not lucky in Heart, not the sky, not chance, but truth is, I'm not lucky. 
my blessings are no they come from the father's heart not the sky not chains but truth is i'm not lucky i'm loved mm. i know that it seems sometimes that no matter what you do no matter how hard you work striving to make things better in your life but for some reason you're not getting nowhere well i want you to turn to the one next to you and tell them you tried your way it didn't work no you put him second, second yeah. and put you Thought they had your back And every time you turn around It seems you're under attack yeah, yeah, yeah. But turn to your neighbor and say See the devil is alive No, I'm not gonna die It's okay to cry Cause he's by your side You gotta stop that hating I know you don't wanna hear it Gotta fast and pray and listen to the spirit Thank you. 
is a long time. Say, but God loves you that long.
beautiful song it sure is so we're gonna go ahead into the interview and lady aj who we have coming on today this morning we have a very special guest it is jay alton bird who happens to be my uncle whoop whoop yeah yeah so we, we would like to introduce to you mr bird Good morning, Mr. Bird. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Amen. So this morning we wanted to just kind of have you tell your story. You know, just start off there, just telling your story. Um, 
and all the things that kind of like what's the things that you've been going through and kind of like, I guess you could say your testimony. That's a, that's a little bit of a um, daunting task, but I'll do the best I can. I'll do the best I can to share what I, what I have uh, unearthed over my 60 years on the planet. Amen. Um, and I guess to some, to some extent, share the testimony of, of and the importance of family and faith and belief and um, determination um, and inspiration. Um, you may or may not know that Obviously, I, like my niece, was born and raised in San Francisco and um, went to Catholic school literally my whole life through high school. Um, grew up uh, in what was a tough neighborhood. It has now been gentrified, the Fillmore Western Edition neighborhood of San Francisco. Um, learned an awful lot about um, the challenges of life, had friends and family members who, you know, if we were on the road of life, some went right, some went left. Um, and, you know, I think at the end of the day, the choices you make are sometimes, um, you know, very difficult. Right. So I got through high school. I'm the, uh, I'm the subject of a, a single mother who, who did remarkable things to ensure that I did not end up like some of my friends uh, and focused on education. Uh, I grew to love sports at a very early age and, you know, through sports managed to uh, avoid some of the pitfalls that other kids have. So got into high school, played high school basketball, was a high school All-American, uh, managed to graduate from high school uh, and then have to make a difficult choice on where I was going to go to college and decided uh, after lots of thoughts and against, uh, I will say, my mother and my nieces and my sister's, um, you know, advice. I decided to go to Columbia University in the city of New York, um, played uh, basketball at Columbia for four years, got my degree. Um, I also worked. Uh, during the course of time that I was there, a summer internship at Procter and Gamble, um, and then graduated. Uh, I, I always prayed for and hoped for that I would be good enough to be drafted and played in the NBA. Um, I did get drafted by the Boston Celtics. Uh, I, once I got my degree in urban studies and economics, um, and then, you know, I, I went to camp. I got hurt the night before. Um, camp, rookie camp. I went to camp anyway, but I had a, a backup offer to go and work for an international um, marketing agency uh, in pharmaceuticals called uh, Intercontinental Medical Statistics. Uh, went to work in London, and while I was there, the owner, or I should say the CEO of the business said, hey, would you like to play basketball while you are working? And then I made the decision to do that, and Really, my life took 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 off from there. Um, I've visited. I've had the good fortune of visiting 130 cities around the world, um, and I've had the good fortune of coaching and mentoring and working with both teammates, um, front office executives, um, young men and women around the globe, uh, in helping them to 
what I say is create the, the best life that they want to live. Um, played professional. Yeah. I played professional basketball for 18 years. I have done everything in the sport, in the sports industry from, you know, I've been a player, a head coach, a general manager. I've been a team president. I have worked in the NBA, WNBA, the NFL, and now the NBA's G League uh, in New York on Long Island. Amen. So, when what's I guess you could say for somebody that's listening, what is your advice to that young athlete um, that's coming in that's trying to get to the league? Um, there are three things I like to say to young men and people who are in the good fortune of having the opportunity. Number one, gain as much um, information as you can. Um, uh, and right behind that as one, a, if you are fortunate enough to make the league, never let anybody count your money, mm. um, count your own money. Number two is get educated. That means while you're in high school, while you're in college, while you are a professional athlete, gather education because the shelf life of a professional athlete is uh, less than three years as an NFL player, yet in less than five years as an NBA player, which means if you go into the league at 21, you will be retired by 25, 26, mm. and your life has to go on. So information, education, and then find somebody that can inspire you to not only play basketball, but prepare for a life outside of basketball. Um, now that could be, you know, your wife, it could be your parents. It could be somebody that the NBA or the professional league that you play in provides you with, um, information to, but get yourself inspired. So I, I always say to people, look, you are not born a winner. You're not born a loser, but you are born a chooser. Amen. That's deep. Yes, this is Coach Hill. Uh, I was wondering, do you have, like, any quotes that you kind of modern uh, how you act in life? Um, yeah, several. What, what's ironic is every day um, on my Facebook page, I always post something. That is, I post a word called beatus, which is B-E-A-T-U-S, which is the Latin for um, blessed. And mm -hmm. every day I post something that is um, relevant, you know, that, that is, that comes from how I feel. Um, and it's always interesting because when I, when I do post, it usually gets a pretty good response from people because I have friends around the world and it really gets, um, you know, what I call good responses from people. Some are very much engaged with that and some aren't, but the one that, you know, quite honestly, um, really kind of resonates with me is, uh, is a saying that goes, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Mm -hmm. Um, and, everybody has a dream about doing something that they love to do. But unfortunately, you know, they don't, the hustle doesn't come with the dream. You got to buy that. You got to invest in that separately. So, um, that plus, you know, there's another one that I love, which is hustle beats talent when talent 
doesn't hustle. So, you know, for me, it's always been about, everybody talks about the grind. I, I call it the work. Right. You know, it's all about the work you put in. You get out what you put in. If if you half-ass it, then you get half-ass results. If you put very little work into it, you get very few results. But the people who work hard and are diligent and are informed and are educated and are inspired, you know, the, the, the hustle that they end up getting is worth the investment. Amen. 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 So, Alton, I know that over the years you have done many things that you didn't talk about in your testimony. And um, for several years, many years, you did professional coaching. So how does that fit in with all of the other things that you do? You know, what's amazing about coaching is, um, you know, I had the good fortune of being a coach for the best part of 12 years. And I've coached everyone from very well-known CEOs to small business owners, to young women, young men who are trying to make a difference in their own lives, trying to change and shift. And, and how it becomes relevant is, you know, when you are a coach, you learn more from your clients than you do from, than they do from you. Right. Um, and what coaching has done is it's given me a completely different lens on uh, accountability, my own accountability. It's given me a completely different view on, you know, how I behave, mm. how I make judgments, how I respond. And it has helped me stop blaming other people for the things that happened to me right. and the choices I make. Right. And, and coaching is not about telling people. It's about asking people questions that force them to reflect on the decisions that they've made, the decisions that they're going to make, and the impact it's going to have on them, not on somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is Coach here again. I w uh, with all your traveling, what's the one uh, city that you like the most? Well, if money was no object, I had always landed on Barcelona in Spain. I've been to Barcelona probably half a dozen times. Um, it reminds me the most uh, in my lifetime of San Francisco. I call it a warmer version of San Francisco. Um, it's on the seafront. Uh, the lifestyles of people in Barcelona, in Spain generally, but in Barcelona specifically, are um, they get it? You know, they they go to work. Everything, you know, they they eat together as a family. They have siesta in the afternoon every afternoon from twelve to two. They work until six or seven. They go home. They have dinner with their family. They do things together, and the weather's great. Um, so, you know, Barcelona uh, is certainly one, um, the number one city that I would go to if money was no option. Awesome. One thing I was going to ask you is how did you handle that challenging person that you had to coach? You know, what was the things that you used to kind of get that person that was kind of challenging? Um, and not in like a defiant way. It might be just like maybe skill wise or, um, not being able to, 
follow what you're you know mm-hmm. trying to put into so how would you um try to get through around that obstacle of having a challenging person to coach so that's a great question and and i always have this this very simple thought that, that coaching is not about me it's about them and so you know it's about the client it's about the person that you are spending time with because 99 percent of what we do as coaches is listen and that's what people want they want an unfiltered non-judgmental listening partner mm-hmm. who will um, challenge and lift someone into a space where they can take a look at all of the details of the decisions they're going to make, take those details and then um, get into a feeling space. How do I feel about what I'm processing, the information that I am, I've gathered, and then get into what I call their gut instincts. Because, you know, in the world that we live in, you know when you know, and it's usually right in your gut and I always look at men and women that I've coached. Women get it right away. Women can walk into a place and say, this is not for me, or yeah, I love this. Mm-hmm. Men are always letting their head rule what their gut says when they know already what's right and what's not right. So I'm always, you know, the challenging client is always um, one that I actually like working with. Some people are reluctant to expose themselves to themselves. They, they know how they feel. They just don't know that what they're doing is right. And sometimes it's as simple as, you know, I asked this one question, here's where you are today. And are you getting the results you want? And if you aren't, how's that working for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're making decisions that are not good for you, they're not good for your children they're not good for your spouse then you know it's not working and you must like doing it. You know, follow the progress of my questioning. You know, where are you now? Where would you like to be? And, you know, what is it that you're doing that's stopping you from getting there? Mm -hmm. And if the behaviors are stopping you from getting to where you want to be, how's that working for you? So, Alton, to kind of piggyback on Pastor Jay's question, how do you deal with um, a client or someone that is passive-aggressive? Well, you know, you have to remember passive-aggressive behavior is a protection for someone. At the end of the day, they're protecting themselves because they, again, don't want to be exposed. The most important thing about personal evolution is vulnerability. Now, if you come from a tough neighborhood, being vulnerable makes it tough for you. It's not comfortable. If you come from a loving family that has always shared with you and you've always shared with them, vulnerability doesn't scare you. And the majority of tough people in the world, the passive-aggressive folks, are scared to be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. to expose themselves to their feelings because they think, A, I'm going to get hurt. B, someone's going to take advantage of me, which means I'm going to get hurt. Right. Um, and they, they probably model that behavior after someone else. Mm-hmm. It could be their own parents. It could 
a former partner. It could be a business partner. It could be in the workspace. And so they've modeled that behavior because they've either felt like they've been thrown under the bus or felt like they've been taken advantage of or been betrayed, and they're the ones holding on to the betrayal. Mm-hmm. So passive-aggressive is nothing more than people protecting themselves and not having the confidence to say, you know, this is who I am, and this is what's going on with me, and I'm okay with it, and you should be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and you, you'll always find that people come out of the whole passive aggressive thing when, when you, again, coaching is about asking questions. Right. And ninety-nine percent of the team, ninety-nine percent of the time, people know the answers, but yeah. they're not seeking. They, they're not asking you for the answer they're seeking validation validation exactly that's what i was thinking as well so right to go back to the basketball side (laughs) what's your favorite basketball team my favorite basketball yes what's your favorite basketball team team yes i grew up a warriors fan (laughs) Woo! <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> well, he so, said he grew up. You know, I don't mean he is one. Well, the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, Alicia will tell you if you grew up in San Francisco, seventies, eighties, and nineties, no matter how bad the Warriors were. That's right. You still you. so so we're extraordinarily loyal, loyal. fans. We yes. like yeah. all the way so back when Thunder was the mascot. Yes, <laughs> correct. So if you grew up in San Francisco, you're a Warriors, Giants, and Forty ers fan. Oh, oh, and I will yeah. tell you that that no city, or very few cities, have won as many championships as the Warriors have won three out of four. The Niners have won five or six Super Bowls. The Giants won three out of seven, three out of eight World Series, 2012, 2014, or 2010, 12, and 14. So if we know nothing else, we know championships. So I get a little bit pissed off when people start talking about the Dallas Cowboys and (laughs) America's team. I'm like, you know, like, what? They are worth $5 billion, they just said, the Cowboys. So, Alton, I have a a very controversial question to ask. Hold on, I want to go back to what he said. So, um, I'm from across the water from Richmond, California. So, the only time I realized that uh, us East Bay Inland, across the bridge, people come together with San Francisco people is when it comes to the Warriors. Because all them other teams you said, I was like, 49, no. I'm a Raider fan. Right. And I'm an Oakland A's fan who's got some championships, too. <laughs> Throw that out there. All right. So, so Alton, what, what do you think about the Raiders coming to Las Vegas? Uh, you know, it's it, it has always been inevitable that there would be a major franchise. And I personally, I think – I think the Raiders are going to do very well in Vegas. I think they have a fan base. You you know, you have to remember, I I think almost 40% of fans, Oakland Raider fans, maybe maybe larger than that, it's probably more like 50 to 55% of Oakland Raider fans are Latinos. And think about that for a minute. The demographics of 
Las Vegas in the workforce, mm-hmm. the demographics uh, in the construction industry, the demographics. So you know that the Raiders have thought about, and, and I will also tell you that they are historically either number one, two, three, or four in NFL merchandise sales. Right. So you know that, that the Raiders are going to hit a home run uh, as it relates to being in Vegas, mm-hmm. I, I will take you, you know, the the hockey team, you know, the Las Vegas Aces and the WNBA. Those two teams have proven that professional sports in Las Vegas can and will continue to do very well, and I don't see any different for the Raiders. I think they'll hit a home run in, in Las Vegas. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I appreciated that one. Home run. Thank you. So one thing I want to just uh could going kind of uh about to go into our closing is what any words that you would just leave with us, any wisdom, because you've dropped a lot of wisdom during this interview. But what's uh some wisdom that you would leave with us in our end of the segue? Well, you know, there's always been a, what I would call a biblical passage that I've tried to always get myself around, which is to whom much is given, much is required. Um, And, you know, I've had the good fortune of being given, you know, a loving family. Um, You know, by no means have I lived my life perfectly, but you know, I, I, in comparison to and in looking around the world, I've lived a very good and happy life. My children are happy and they're healthy, and my wife is happy and healthy, and my niece and my sister. Um, and by the way, my sister has always been my role model. She's never known that, but, you know, never in the history of, of the world has there been a kinder, more gentler person. And you learn from her willingness to be vulnerable she used to have a hair triggered temper but you know <laughs> as she's aged she's she's been able to give me you know the it's gonna be all right and if you know if it's not the end then it you know if it's not all right it's not the end right everything usually works out mm-hmm. so i i would say you know for those of us including you pastor and alicia you have been given this opportunity and this platform. And the, by being given so much opportunity and a platform, there is much to be required. And so I would leave you with that. I would leave you with, you know, just the, the simple, you know, at the end of the day, success is usually found in a whole pile of mistakes. Mm. And if you don't make any mis- any mistakes, you won't be successful. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep trying what you're trying. And it doesn't matter whether you're a five-year-old or a 55-year-old. You got to keep trying because you don't know. This radio station you guys have might become the number one radio station in America. Amen. And if you don't keep trying to do what you're doing, if you don't keep interviewing people, if you don't keep reaching out, it only takes one Yolanda Adams out of interview for you all, and all of a sudden you're on the map. Amen. Amen. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, know that the world and the Lord is supporting you all. Amen. And um, those of us have had the good blessing of being on your show. Um, 
We'll continue to be on your show anytime you ask. Amen. Thank you. Definitely appreciate that. Those Amen. Kind words. And um, now I wanted to, um, just in case anybody on the radio wanted to get some coaching from you, um, how can someone be able to reach out to you um, via either social media or email? Well, you can certainly follow me on Facebook. Um, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find on Facebook, Alton Bird. Same with Twitter, um, at Alton Bird. Instagram, same thing. Um, and, you know, there's usually a message. It's funny how many people say, I know that you are posting these things on social media. Some of them really resonate for me personally. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, my intent is to share the, again, information, education, and inspiration that I can give because my story is unique. You know, I'm one of the people that made it out. Amen. I'm one of the people that didn't succumb to drugs or, you know, to robbery or to whatever it was that, you know, forced me to do things. So um, they can certainly find me on social media. You can certainly find me on LinkedIn, which is where the professional people go. And you can look at my story there. And, of course, like, you know, if you want to reach out and you, you, you do want coaching, you know, I would start with my niece who is, you know, every bit of, uh, I will tell you, the smartest person in our family. Um, and 99% of the time, the most mature. Um, <laughs> she is, you know, she is a, a budding coach that is more than capable with, you know, a, a family therapy background. So, you know, I'm going to be partnering with her, hopefully to set up some groups where young men and women and senior men and women can sit in a circle of, of vulnerability and share some of the things that they want. And we can give them the good fortune of the experience we have to help them move forward. So follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook um, and reach out to me at, um, my email address is abmaximus10 at gmail.com. Amen. 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 We thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you, really Alton. Really appreciate you. And My pleasure. Have a great day today, you know, especially it's Sunday. You too. Yep. We'll be in you touch. Too. All right. Thank Anything you. Anything I can do to help, I'm happy to do it. Take care. You too. You too. Thank All you. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Amen. Amen. That was hey. a great interview. He was dropping them bombs of wisdom. And it's a great thing to be able to understand. And that's, I think, just give a message to the younger generation. Younger generation, you have to understand, people been there before. You trying to reinvent the wheel, but the wheel's already made. Right. So if you listen to people that's been there, done that, you can learn a lot by listening than talking. Because you miss out the knowledge when you don't listen right. and you're just talking. You know, it's not about what you say. It's about your actions. So definitely wanted to just drop that out. But guess what? What? It don't have to stop. It don't got to stop. <laughs> Today at 11 o'clock. Where at? Rancho High School. You could be able to get you a word from Pastor Jay. What time? At 11 o'clock. I said already. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb squad. Amen. So you could be able to reach out and get you a word today. And today is... Having the wrong programming. Mm. Having the wrong programming. What we have talking about how sometimes you can have the wrong programming, and that's what's stopping you from getting where you need to be. Mm. 
So be able to reach us out and it will be on our virtual campus. I'd be saying it'd be on our virtual campus at like 11. It don't. It'd be on probably like after church, like one, two o'clock. So I'm going to just re- just say it like that. We'd be live about like one, two o'clock, be able to be on the Judah Family Community Church page. And we have an Instagram now. I forgot all about Instagram for the church page. So go ahead and go follow Judah Family Community Church. That is exactly how you put the app. Judah Family Community Church. You can go ahead and find our church page. Um, you'll be able to see some um, some Bible Bible study scriptures and be able to see clips from last week's sermon. So be able to go check that out. Um, be able to get some knowledge from that as well. And like always, it's so hard to say goodbye to y'all because we love talking to y'all. But it's about that time, and some of y'all need to get to church because y'all y'all been listening and y'all ain't went nowhere. So. Go to church, y'all, because it's time. But it's Pastor Jay. Go ahead and uh, follow me if you haven't already at official underscore Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N dot Calhoun, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. And drop me a line if you need prayer, if you need a scripture that you need to uplift yourself. Or you can just follow me during the week because I post that anyway, prayers and scriptures, and give you inspiration. So stay positive. And always remember, common sense is not common. And this is Lady AJ reminding you to get focused and stay focused. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And I want to say a happy birthday to my best friend whose birthday was yesterday. I just wanted him to know I keep his memory going along. As long as I got breath, everybody will know who you is. Love you very much. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And it's DJ Severe. You can go to the Kingdom Wear production page and check me out there. And remember, procrastination is the assassination of your destination. Wow. wow. Dropping tons of okay. <laughs> I'm going to just throw out there that he still ain't talked about his Instagram, so he don't want nobody to go see his Instagram. The Kingdom <laughs> I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's New York DJ Severe underscore. Underscore NY DJ Severe. What time your show going to be on 5 p.m.? And remember, bump that Friday and Sundays on Kingdom Wear production page where he goes and goes ham with the gospel jams of all types. So go ahead and check him out and give him some feedback. Holla. Amen. Amen. New controller, too. Oh, and new control. He fancy. <laughs> he fancy, y'all. But we see y'all next week, all right? Peace. Peace. Bye. I appreciate that, y'all. Y'all crazy. I gotta use the bathroom before I walk two miles. <laughs> <laughs> Back and forth and round and round again. Living in a world where everybody ain't your friend. Looking in the mirror and I'm thinking, dang, I feel like a hypocrite, man, I'm so ashamed. Yo, I feel lost, I feel two-faced. I'm looking in the sky thinking, God, I need grace. I cheated on girls and I cheated on tests. I had a gun to my head, but I cheated death. Dog, I've been battling some serious demons, but I'm still breathing. 
and love is the reason. Kids don't even dream. Turn on the TV screen, every scene is obscene. Too many false prophets, demons with deals, cowards with guns, thinking they real. Man, people so lost, I see it every day, especially around my way. New Orleans, where I stay. God, you've been my rock, my savior, and my friend. And you taught me the ultimate law. Love always.